everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and with me is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hello! What's up, everybody? I hope you're having the most fantastical of nights possible. Oh, I know I am. I'm just sitting here boiling really hot, and it's not even lunchtime yet. Well, all right. I digress, though. <laughs> not to make, not to make, uh, you know, my situation bad as it is. But here I am. Now, next on the show, we have Noble. <laughs> I swear, I've been enjoying myself for the last couple of weeks. Some of the shit in the news is just jaw dropping. I know. I think. <laughs> I think this is like the. In the double edge sort of today's timeline, I think this is pretty much the blessed edge of it. Like, it's honestly, it's more like fire burns and hurts you. Yeah. It must be racist. Ah! Blame fire. <laughs> well, fire is, yes, yes, fire is definitely racist because it helped start the industrial revolution, which happened in Europe, and we all know those evil imperialists that they they used fire, and and then the fire nation attacked. And then the avatar vanished, and uh, racism. No, yeah, more referring to, to the de- fact that it burns the skin. We must oh, now de-invent fire. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I got a little uh, carried away there. Yeah. We must now work to de- de-invent fire. <laughs> and take away everything that causes fire. Mm. Oh, goodness. All right, I want to start by prefacing this with... An interesting series, of course, that's very, very pertinent to today's timeline and the people that's involved in it. Just now, this is a meme, and this is about J.R.R. Tolkien, the writer of The Lord of the Rings. And this is, you know, a comparison Tolkien in real life or Tolkien according to these God hating journalists. Hmm. Shall I read it out or? Yes, please. All right, here we go. So on the left of this incredible meme of awesomeness, we have in late August 1952, while Tolkien was staying with his friends, George and Mariah Sayer in Milvern, his hosts produced a tape recorder to amuse him. According to Sayer, Tolkien had never seen one before. Whoa! These were very early days before uh, portable consumer-level magnetic tape recorders in Britain and said, whims- and said whimsically that he ought to cast out any devil that might be in it by uh, recording a prayer, the Lord's Prayer in Gothic. He was delighted when it played back to him. And if he might record some of the poems in Lord of the Rings to find out how they su- sounded to the other people. Now... Uh, Tolkien, according to the journalist, no, Tolkien's Lord of the Rings isn't Christian. But then, how Catholic was Tolkien? He made no effort to study theology. He never visited Rome, it appears. For all this disdain of mutilated beliefs, he seems to have deeply loved Santa. (laughs) Okay, and we have Tolkien in reality. A tape recorder, you say? Fascinating. I will say our father in Gothic to cast out any demons from this machine. That's yeah. He he literally said that. 
Yeah. Okay. Of course he loved Santa. Makes total sense. So I'm going to have this to say regarding Lord of the Rings. It's just like with Stargate Universe. You take an already existing franchise, you decide to turn the whole story on its head, and what do you expect to happen? Do you expect to make money, or do you expect it to fail hard? Well, last time I checked, Stargate Universe crashed hard because they didn't follow their traditional storyline. Star Trek mm. found out the same thing. Star Wars is finding out the same thing. Take what the story is and try to continue on with that. Don't change it to your own narrative because majority of the time, you're going to screw it up. Yeah. That's pretty much the crux of what's happening with the, with the current adaptation of Lord of the Rings, is that I don't feel particularly optimistic about it. Because as what? I said, like as, as per this meme, again, we've basically, Lord of the Rings, the Amazon adaptation, I feel, maybe tainted, but because it may be directed stuff and written by, you know, by these God-hating soy folk. Yeah. Full stop. Watch, they're, they're going to, um, to, to retcon the Witch King and make him trans because he was originally <laughs> going to be the Warlock King, but he wanted to be a witch. And so Sauron said, okay, you can be called the Witch King. You know, and then he's struggling with his identity, right? Or her identity, depending on how you look at it. He's in the Wraith world, so, you know. Yeah. That, that, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> or something sure. like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure at that time, in Middle Ages, I'm guessing this is sort of based around. I, I prob yeah, Middle Earth, thereabouts. Middle Ages, I guess. Roughly around that time, your gender identity is about the last thing on your mind. Exactly, but this is 2022, and it's Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a, you know, they don't care. No, heck well, no. they could always go back to selling DVDs to the post again or renting them out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Oh, back in the day, man. Dude, I used to do the whole DVD thing, though, you know, like watching Dragon Ball and using the, you know, the recorder, you know, recording that shit when the morning show was on. Yeah, yeah, totally. I wanted to relive all those episodes of Dragon Ball. Oh my goodness. That was like uh, I prefer Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, not the classic one. I meant to say. Still, that those were the days of my you know, as a kid. But anyways, um I think I really am gonna go out on a limb and say I think this world needs to seriously take Tolkien's advice and say, you know, say the our father, not necessarily in Gothic. Well, you don't have to specifically be Christian in order to, write, you know, to work on this show. You just have to understand the religion and understand the narrative and try to put that into the story. Bring and the also, don't don't disrespect it either. You know? Oh hell yeah! yeah. Like yeah, this just so-called no, journalist. Because that yeah, is the right. obvious gaslight right there. You know? No, but he never studied theology. Yeah, get the hell out of here! What? Uh, he never went to Rome. Yeah, uh, yeah me neither. Somewhere have to mean something about making a TV show or a movie. Ah, uh, dude, I, I don't know. It, it's it's whack. Exactly. I think we might have to go and bring back exorcism. 
<laughs> well, yeah, cast out the demons of this of machine. Of... <laughs> no, You'll cast out the demons from, priests. you know. Yeah, I guess but, yeah, Tolkien had the right it's, idea. It's just starting, you know, it's really starting to become evidently clear. We might have to do that. Yeah, bring that bring that stuff back. Mm. Bring. And I think especially more so when we go through what's on the agenda this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, because you're going to be in for some weird-ass shit. I'll tell you that. So let's start with... Let's get started, then. So we're going to start with... Um, to carry on with the theme of, you know, of of shows like this that are basically being butchered, you know, popular culture and shows being butchered. There's been some, yeah, some stuff that they're doing akin to Lord of the Rings with Disney stuff, namely Snow White. And it's now become like this massive fireball, which I will show you now. So as you all know, Snow White, fam you know, famous, famous folktale that stretches way, way back and a fairy tale from 1930, mm -hmm. you know, an animated film in 1937. And now they've recast Snow White as a Latina woman, Rachel Ziegler. So, um, wasn't Snow White supposed to be like some English princess? Right. Yeah. I heard it was about her skin, you know, being uh, white as snow. Ruby red lips, you know, like that's what she looked like, literally her complexion. And the fact that she was very white was supposed to represent the fact that she was probably dead or like in a coma. You know? <laughs> Sorry, oh, goodness, I just what? Had something in my head. Oh, goodness, what? <laughs> so, where's the brown, brown snow supposed to be coming from? I know, right? I've never seen snow in that color. It's what? I mean, it's like the, the, the dwarves been like shitting in the snow. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, see, if they, if, dude, if they recast her as an Asian, like I mean, yellow snow is probably not the best option either. No. Probably not a good one. I'm, you know, I'm just Asian. No. Don't even want the snow yellow. <laughs> Hey, it's just a joke, guys. All right, chill out. Whatever. <laughs> oh man! Holy bonkers! Sorry. So, what are we gonna call this now? We can't. We evidently can't call this Snow White. What do we call this? Snow Brown? Snow Burrito? Uh, Snow Taco? <laughs> Snow Burrito? Oh, I like that one. Oh no. Um. Hmm. I would just call her a totally different character. Like, unless her last name is White. Then it's like, you know, I don't know. This is just weird, man. I know. The, the fact that they're trying to force this diversity on the crap already, like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. portray the character the way the character is. That's like if you if you made SpongeBob yeah. and someone was like, "I'm gonna draw SpongeBob," and they made him like a triangle. It's like, no, no, he's a square. Like, come on, it's in the name. It's literally in the name. SpongeBob SquarePants. Snow White. She's literally white. What are you doing? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like as the character was originally designed in the first place. Yeah? Oh, originally in the first place, the original story was really dark. Snow White. Dude, yeah, Disney. a lot a lot of these things were. 
Disney really fluffed it up a lot, made it all fluffy. And now it looks like they're literally just trying to make themselves a butt joke at any uh, pub. Okay, so with the story of Snow White, like how originally it was very dark. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going. We'll get to that, but first, there's a bit more. Oh, Avira, have you? Did you intend to mute yourself? Oh, sorry about that. My my thing cut out. Yeah, I was wondering, like, like what the original yeah. darker version of Snow White actually was. Like, was she actually dead, and did he revive her, or what? What was that about? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe that was the case, but ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, it was the you know it was the ending that really just took it. The whole you know mm. true love's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, but was it that rape? Yeah, uh, yeah that that was another comp uh, like problem that these people had uh, about it. Uh, she didn't consent. You know, <laughs> like right, okay, well, this fairy tale. Oh, come on, no, I, I, he I, did. I mean, honestly, if you were a prince in the woods and you found some dead girl in the in the middle of the whatever, I wouldn't kiss it either. Like this guy messed up. You know what would be a good idea with Disney instead of trying to rehash something that's you know, old. How about make a new story where Snow White and this charming prince's daughter turn around and they marry someone from another culture? Didn't they, they try to do that with Princess and the Frog in 2009, I believe? Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Uh, princess well, Tiana, she was like a black princess. She kissed a frog and there was a whole, a whole thing. Yeah, they, they, they've done that before. Yeah, so on to live comments. Yeah, it was quite the dark, you know, ish theme. Mm. Tony Hinch on live comments says, funeral scene in Snow White had you crying. You know, it's. it's so oh, much yeah, because you legit dollars. thought she was dead. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. All the dwarves with their flowers. Oh, my goodness. That was, that was pretty dark, even like for back then. Yeah. Oh, Avira, again, with the mute. Um, now here's where yeah, we yeah, get to the, to the to the not so desirable part. The cre the presence of the now they're doing a live action remake for Snow White in this current day and age because of course live action is what the people supposedly want. But that's again leaving it there. Now now one of the actors they got Peter Dinklage ha has um, basically started mouthing off, and here's what he said. Like when they're making these decisions about how they're going to do Snow White. Literally no offense to anyone. But I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White. But you're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It makes no sense to me. You're progressive in one way. But then you're still making that effing backwards story about Seven Dwarfs living in a cave together. Have I done nothing to advance the course of my soapbox? Yes, I'm not loud enough. Wow, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like he just wants the entire story to be completely different. He's like, I don't like this story, so it should be changed. It's not so much that, but rather, you know, the depiction of people with midgetism, you know, dwarfism, like Peter Dinklage actually is one. And, you know, how do they portray dwarves in live action? Oh, in live action? I mean, I guess uh, they, they can, well, 
I know when mm. I went to Hobbiton, they had they they told me that they employed some sort of you know special you know special clever trickery without having to chop somebody up in half to get the scaling of the hobbits. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They're like yeah, you know. perspective wise, yeah. Yeah, like they would even cut the table. Clever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even even in the scene when when Gandalf shows up and he first like meets Frodo, uh, he's actually like that the wagon they're in. It's a much longer, but the, the angle is different. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. And... So if he's wondering if they're going to, how they're going to portray them, they could use CGI. I mean, you know, dwarves are not really technically humans. They're in the in the world of fantasy. They're mythical creatures. You know, dwarves and... are magical. And even on the scale of height, you know, they can employ the same tricks the Lord of the Rings used. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they could do that, or yeah. maybe they could hire, they could hire actual dwarves too. I'm I'm sure that would be a a great opportunity for people I, yeah. with that particular, yeah, you know, if they're looking for someone who's like smaller, why I not, know. right? It's I know it's having short stature is not common in humans. It's um yeah. No, no, it's not. That's why in when they were filming Willy Wonka, they had to uh, fly to a different country. I believe it was Turkey to meet a uh, group of uh, midgets. And then that's how they employed the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, a lot of them did not even speak English. Fun fact, if you didn't know that, it's pretty messed up. <laughs> like, and if you if you see, like, if you actually watch the Oompa Loompas dancing, like, <laughs> and they're so uncoordinated, like, they really couldn't understand English directions. But that's what the film had to do. You know, they hired people of a particular type that they wanted uh, to fit the characters, and that's you know that's what they had to do. So maybe Lord of the Rings will do that, but I'm thinking CGI. They're not going to waste money on camera tricks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and here's where the crux of it goes because you know they Disney may or may not have caved in to Peter mm. Dinklage's you know soapbox, and they said they made a statement to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film. We are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. There's a dwarfism community now. What the heck? Remember, you know, you met, you know how you said huh? you know, the Oompa Loompas had to be flown in from Turkey. Oh, that's right. where the dwarfism community is. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting calling someone a midget is a slur. I, I it's not. That's that's the original medical term for it. But whatever. Now it's called dwarfism or like small personism or something. But, but I, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to judge you for that. Like, who would? And hey, if you're a good actor and you fit the role, then I would say go for it. I mean, Peter Dinklage has been, he's a good actor. You know, he's been in a lot of crap, you know? So, sure, whatever. Maybe maybe they'll do that if they don't want to do the CGI route. But because the, the reason they can't do, I, the reason I think they can't do the camera tricks, you know, like the different perspectives and angles, is because a dwarf is stout you know like they have a particular type of like body shape especially like the dwarves in uh, snow white you know they they look like plump and you know the big noses and like the pointy hats and stuff they don't look like humans that were shrunken down you know like they look like a different type of creature which is what they are in the fantasy world you know they're, they're magical beings they're not supposed to be humans just that look smaller that's what hobbits are Yeah, and I think what 
the crux of what Peter Dinklage's, you know, you know, umbrage about all of this is how, you know, is a portrayal of dwarfism, I guess, in representation of dwarfism just in films in general. I, I guess he's concerned about how they're going to do it with this new adaptation. And I, think, I really yeah. hope he doesn't want to change the whole story of the original thing, because you can't. Like, there were seven Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. That's it. Like, they're pivotal characters. So, you know, how are they going to portray them? I don't know. I would just go the CGI route, you know, just to make everyone happy. Yeah. That's and not going to make everyone happy. You know, you could, you could probably argue that in some people say that in his, historically, the people who had, you know, dwarves or dwarfism were basically portrayed as, you know, like mischievous, like somebody who's, you know, happy to be ridiculed or, and laughed at. And I think in the original, the dwarves were just had these, you know, had quite a bit these silly names too. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a children's book, you know, or meant to be, you know, like, yeah. what is it, like Sleepy, Goofy, and I don't know, the, the other names. But, um, yeah, they all had silly names, you know, because, I, I mean, same thing in, in Lord of the Rings, you know, Daffer and Gaffer and, you know, Moofin and Poof, you know, all these weird, like, dwarf names, you know, it was supposed to be as silly and fun and relatable. Exactly. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I have no problem with that. You know, I mean, they're magical beings and they're characters in a children's story. You know, whatever. Name them whatever the hell you want. Who cares? That's it. And, and yeah, and basically the next thing I did also want to show, I think maybe Peter, you know, like with how, with how this thing was going to be played, you know, Peter Dinklage probably didn't want to put, be, you know, portraying himself as a, you know, as a goofball. He wants to be like a friggin', you know. I mean, it's so, so well, not dwar- not not all dwarves are goofballs. I mean, hashtag not all dwarves. I mean, hell, <laughs> yeah. you ever read The Hobbit? I mean, dwarves are pretty. Oh yeah, pretty yeah. badass. Lord of the Rings, I mean, Hobbit, come on. dwarves are badass. Oh yeah, yeah, fantasy games, dwarves are badass. Uh, hell yeah, heck yeah. In, in this particular story, they happen to be, uh, you know, friendly forest dwelling characters. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just to go back to the original story, they're a bit more, um, well, let's just say creepy. A bit more what? Mm-hmm. They're more creepy in the original story. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm sure they were. Yeah. But, you know, but the, the bone of it is, um, you know, would Disney rethink the how this movie is going to be done? They, I think, again, they said they would, but how do you feel about this? Do you feel like they're going to completely change the, the way the dwarves are going to be depicted, or? Oh, for sure, they are. Yeah, it, it, yeah I think so. And the, re- and the way I think they're going to do it is going to be in a way that possibly upsets everybody. Like, they're trying so hard to not be offensive, but yet it comes off so bad that everyone just doesn't like it. They've done this many times before in their most recent live-action, quote-unquote, remakes. I think they just need new ideas. No, that and get rid of the whole, you know, get rid of the whole agenda-pushing shit that they're currently on the path to. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as they say right now, maybe better to let Disney crash and burn. Oh, it's doing that on its own. They're just piling more shit onto their double-decker bus. 
and heading yeah. off to a short pier. Oh boy. But even then, you know, even another person who has dwarfism has weighed in on this too. Like, you know, huh? Paralymp- you know, British Paralympian Will Perry says, you know, we shouldn't cancel a fairy tale that is so well loved. Even, you know, Right, and he's got a good point. You know, we shouldn't cancel it, but but we also shouldn't like disrespect it by totally changing it to make it more politically correct. You know, like this is the original story. Uh, You know, seven dwarves. You know, I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, seven dwarves that live, you know, in a cave. Yeah, no. Magical beings that were friends with the princess and all that, like that's uh, cool. If you read this, apparently this may or may, this may be rumor, but they, you know, Disney okay. was thinking, yeah. Let's see. Uh, the rap would then report that Disney is removing the dwarves on the, uh, from the film altogether, and they will instead be magical creatures. The report states instead of dwarves, Disney will fill the void with a group of what they describe as magical creatures, according to casting sheets. That the rap has seen. So, what did they mean, like fairies and pixies and I don't know, cameras ca- well, you know, and no more something equi- equivalent? Yeah, in just like you know, you know, singing birds or whatever. Wow, that would be crazy. What if they got rid of the dwarves altogether? I hope that's not. Th- then you might as well not call it Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. No, call it. <laughs> what the hell did he say before? I don't even know if I should like repeat those names. Well, no, technically, it's no, you could no whatever, whole... and, and the seven magical beings. Like, what? Te- technically, you could redo this whole thing in the live action where everyone's just normal height, and the princess's name is just Snow. Well, in that, yeah, well, in that case, it's a whole, a whole different story, Disney. then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, make it a whole different thing. You know, add a little bit more depth to it, you know, make it different. I mean, they have hun- they have thousands of people working for Disney. It's a multi-billion-dollar company. You think somebody has a good idea for like a fan fiction or story or something? Anyone? Yeah, but I mean, not, damn. You know, but not in the current choice of everything. Not in the, especially not in the current choice of casting either. I guess not. No, 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 no. But you know what? I think we want to continue with this because Disney has basically, basically made more shit than they need to. Because and I and I was saying, now I should also add to that that another character is getting a redesign, but not not Snow White. I'll show you. So now Minnie Mouse has debuted a brand new look, and she's ditched her iconic red dress in favor of a quote unquote progressive blue sustainable. Pantsuit. What the fuck? Oh my god. Like, are you trying to become like Hillary, Hillary Clinton? I hold was on, just on, about on. to say that. Yes. What now, the f- what? I've got a problem with this sustainable part. Back in her day, well, Minnie Mouse's day when she was first brought out, clothing was extremely sustainable because one, it was made to last, and two, people made their own shit for the most part. Yeah, and it's an iconic part of the thing. It's, you know, the red dress and Minnie Mouse and whatever. How is this more progressive? Progressive doing what? Minnie Mouse is in a blue pantsuit? Huh? Yeah, how, how do little girls look up to that? Like, what's that supposed to mean? Oh, Jesus Christ. Behold. That's nonsense. Behold. 
You might wanna you might wanna get your puke buckets ready. Oh goodness gracious. That is all. Okay, so that looks like Mickey uh, Mouse with eyelashes. Yeah, that that that's, that looks no, like that's Mickey it. Mouse. Yeah. That's Mickey Mouse with eyelashes. There's no difference. Oh, and the I'm bow. Sorry. They should give her boobs. Oh yeah, there's none of that. Well, I don't I don't know. Did she originally have boobs? I don't think so, right? Did she? Or maybe they're just even very subdued, so. like you know. Well, she didn't need the boobs. She had the dress. Yeah. Like you can True. you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just this is wrong this is bad. What? Well, hold on. What's that last anti-racism training? Oh, fucking hell! No, progressive changes my ass. This oh, that's is stupid. That's um, you know, ultimately, you know, Disney has some oh, what they've been know, doing. really bad behind-the-scenes stuff that you would think for being for all their talk about being anti-racist. That's you know. Oh, oh, just hold on. Them hating them. Yeah. Uh, re- read this one. It says Stella created the new sustainable costume for Minnie in honor of Women's History Month which takes place in March, and in celebration of the French Park's anniversary, uh, explaining that the ensemble is meant to transform the cartoon into a symbol of progress for a new generation. So maybe this is a temporary thing, right? Maybe this is only for March. I mean, this, there's no way they're going to permanently change Oh, Think of all the merchandise they have to remake. If they want to do this expensive. going forward, then that's going to be, you know, that's going to be, you know, de- death. Dead. Yeah, and another and a really good live comment from Ali, Mickey oh? in drag, LMAO. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> Ali. All right. First, I was I was thinking that I was gonna say it. I didn't want to say it, but I mean, yeah, though, right? Like Mickey with eyelashes and a bow, basically. Oh man, that's a good one. You know, I can't help but look at this image and think about uh, Doctor Phil, that little segment they had, where being female is supposed to be like a state of mind. <laughs> It seems like they just want to make being female more manly. I mean, putting her in a, a pantsuit? Like, what is that about? It's just insecurity. Basically, this Getting rid of being... Lola's boobs? What is that about? Ah, I'm this still mad about that. Basically, you know, boils down to two words. Penis envy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, Ultimately, yeah. they hate men to the point they want to be men. Just uh, yeah, they yeah, can't. that's right. They actually can't, and they never will be. Ugh, and and they're and I would say they're so desperate to like make themselves look better. They allow men to be women, and then they end up being the best women. You know, like woman of the year, Bruce Jenner. Just saying. No, over your heads. All right, whatever. Anyway, the point <laughs> of the matter is, this is the design. This thingamabob here. Stella was the one who designed the pantsuit. Is that her? Yeah. Look, I I look at that and like I could probably instantly tell that those are the eyes of somebody who's on drugs. Now, I was gonna say I, this looks like oh, someone's oh. head was like put on this like this person wearing the suit and like they just like photo like shop their head on here. Is that doesn't look like a person? Yeah, no, no. I can't no, even no. see her hands. It looks like a like. Look at her arms too. Is it like a model, like a mannequin? mannequin? Yeah. Oh, that's spooky. I don't like that. It's a cursed image. <laughs> oh, the more you look at it, the more creepy it is. My teacher at TAFE, she had a pair of men's pants on, however, modified them so the pants are actually a shirt. Which looks. Oh, that's cool. 
done better than that. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, creative. I like yeah. that. All right. That, yeah. I think, you know, because even then you can be more creative with that sort of, you know, self-alteration stuff. It's... Yeah. I mean, take something that's no longer useful anymore and then turn it into something else. You don't have to pretend you're... Um, also, imagine the Minnie Mouse mascot with the pantsuit. No. No. No, I can't. This is, this, this is the stuff of nightmares. It's just... like They're trying so hard and failing so bad. I don't know what else to say. I would be mortified if I was like a Disney executive... And this woke journalist designer came out to me. This is my new thing for, for this special month. And then she got like a bunch of followers on Twitter, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." But and they were like protesting for it. I'd be like, "Oh shit! Like now what? Do we really have to change all of our merchandise to match this woke garbage to just appease these loud retards? Like, do we really have to do that?" Ah, I guess so. Hopefully, we don't lose a hundred million dollars. Like. Like, what would you do if someone well, came up to you with that profits. design? Like, it's like, it's like oh. a meme again, yeah. Profit. I mean, rational people would think like that, I would assume, hopefully. No, it's basically also just tearing out, like, years and years of heritage. I know, you know, the Disney characters may have, like, a, can have a pretty impressive wardrobe, but this isn't it. This ain't it. I'm sorry to say, but yes, while things are supposed to change and grow over time, for Disney to take their beloved stories and I have to use the word here, pour blood all over it, like you get those uh, Peter protesters with people wearing like real fur coats and stuff, mm -hmm. that sort of shit, it yeah. doesn't help. You're not improving things, you're just making everyone more angry. Yeah, and a big problem with that, too, is you can't really tell if it's Minnie Mouse or not anymore. I mean, well, that's just one aspect of it. I know it's a much broader problem, for sure. But just in that one regard, though, I mean, you know, little kids growing up, they're not going to know the difference anymore. Like, oh, Mickey, Minnie, like, I wonder if that's, like, part of their big conspiracy. Just, like, blur the lines that much. This oh, is just weird. It just has to be a bunch of assholes doing something stupid. Although, yeah, I know. It's on what you're referring to as conspiracy. If you're going with the dictionary term, or if you're going with the uh, let's grab a tinfoil hat and uh, think about how people are trying to screw everyone's lives. Yes, over. exactly. I, I was going with the uh, turn the freaking frogs gay uh, version of conspiracy. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Now, and so that kind of wraps it up for that segment, though. So, as always, it's just another day, another day of Disney being in dumpster fire. But this doesn't end here. Because there is another dumpster fire you have to see. Because it's, it's like someone set up a lithium-ion battery in a uh, bin full of, well, timber and other yeah. things that are highly flammable. That would literally cause it, though. Just that, that you know. I mean, I had I had to bear witness to a battery explosion at work the other day, but that wasn't yeah, by my apartment. Like, uh, you know, 
in one of the other departments. Yeah, they um they dropped the battery for and kapoor. Thing explodes. Whoa! Oh damn! Do you have like a special like cleanup kit for that? Uh, we need a special fire extinguisher for that sort of thing because this batteries would be considered as an electrical fire. I would think. I like to imagine. So you can't just throw water on it. Oh yeah, yeah, with the lithium and stuff. Yeah, something might go crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, hopefully everyone's learning. Indeed. So, next on this never-ending train ride is this. Teacher alleges she was fired for not meowing back at a student who identifies as a cat. We no longer need your services if you can't identify all the children in the classroom. Teacher alleges that the school's office said. What? Yeah. Wait, is this that thing we were talking about before with the... No, 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 this is different. No, but it's a a very, very good corollary to what's going to happen up next. Now, Uh... I, for one, am offended that she did not meow at this individual who identifies as cat. That is speciesism. Hell, that is human supremacy right there. And that's a furry. I will not stand for this bonkers nonsense. I'm gonna really go off here about how if a student wants to be called fuck me daddy by their teacher is that appropriate now (laughs) no no none of this is you don't meow at a fucking student why was you fired what the hell is happening here what (laughs) you can't identify with the students in their classroom get the hell out of here as a cat okay Okay. All right, look, just so everyone's clear about this, furry, as I've said before, is outside of your average day. Sorry. You're supposed to use this at home if you want to go hang out your friends at a park, if your school or workplace is having a party or some kind of an event and you're allowed to show up in decent attire as whatever, fine. But uh, this is just... I feel right. sorry and for this teacher if they were actually fired because they refused to meow at their teacher. Yeah, and yeah, me too. Because that, that's, like that's like refusing to play pretend. That's messed up. Yeah, so and here's we'll, where the, his story gets weird, you know. So mm-hmm. a substitute teacher, you know, they take role and make sure their attendance is good. That's fine, right? So mm-hmm. she goes through. You know, she gets... And she made a video about this, and she goes through the role, you know, third row, third, and then goes row by row, and then third row, and then she hears, meow, excuse me, excuse me, and then she's looking for row, okay, fifth row, everyone's there, and then meow, and like, what's up about who's doing it? And then somebody says, you know, you have to meow back, one of the kids says, you have to meow back at him, he identifies as a cat. And in her mind, she's like, are you kidding me? Now, that's that I argue would be you know, a very, very sane and rational response. Like, that's a reasonable... Dude, if I was a substitute teacher, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Because like, if I was a teacher, I would think they are kidding. Meow. If you say meow, I'm like, okay, yeah, cute joke, whatever. A girl here, okay, good. But if they say meow, I'd be like, all right, that, that's cute, whatever, as long as they're all here. 
But no, you have to meow back. Um, wow. <laughs> oh god, and then, uh, and then it goes on. I said, is there a litter box here somewhere? My sarcasm self. I probably should not have said that. But yeah, why not? It's a fucking joke. Like, like of course you would say that. He gets up and storms out of the classroom. <laughs> and I'm like, ruff! <laughs> of course the entire class is laughing. Yeah, because it's a whole fucking joke. I would do that too. Like, it's funny. Like, okay, cat, you know, whatever. <laughs> the, uh, this is the part that's disturbing to me, is that people are taking the whole furry thing and trying to that's really into really, their really everyday besides, life. It's more than just that, you know? Yeah, this, this is an identity is a kid. This is not just that. This is a kid in a in a school, you know. And I don't. And I'm not sure. Well, whatever the kid's thing is is really besides the point. But Ali does have this to say. It's um, people that identify as cats are a true definition of otherkins and furians. Now, it's something that's true. kind of been overlooked, but you know, but it's there. You know, people who are who believe that they are, you know, part animal or spirit animal. That's I. You know, that's. Therian or Avakin in the in his essence, and so yeah. yeah, that's and so with the whole you know people who identify as whatever the fuck they want is just it's just a crisis of like stupid. It's just Look, you know. when I was a kid, and I know internet age, I'm considered to be an old bastard, but I've had other children in my class who had difficult names to pronounce. Just because mm -hmm. they're a foreigner, it's like, okay, can't pronounce this name. So you know what usually happened back then? People didn't turn around and pick on them and bully them because of it. The student instead had a nickname, which was 10 times easier to usually state. The kids are usually comfortable with it. So that was used. And everyone got on fine. Also, the students in question never usually seem to get a bug up their ass about it. It's just a more common name they're comfortable with. Everyone could pronounce it easily and easy to remember. So to turn around and to literally force this on... Uh, I know. I, I think it's very interesting that the students themselves told the substitute teacher that they have to meow back at the student that said meow. Because uh, I'd be like, excuse me? What the crap? Huh? I'm not going to meow at you. What the hell are you talking about? How long, has the, how long has language been a part of the human society? I don't know, like I maybe 200,000 um, years? Something crazy like yeah. that, probably? I think we might have to go back to talking to people in onomatopoeia. Like the beginning of time, like for humans, basically. I mean, you know, communication, I guess. You've also got that thing where what happens if the, when that teacher was like little, they were viciously attacked by a cat? Oh and, yeah, that, that that's cat phobic. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> there's a video of a cat literally body slamming a dog because it was attacking like a kid. I mean, shit. It's, animals attack kids. So what's going to happen when you get a teacher or another student who has been attacked by an animal? And you got someone acting like an animal in in class or at work. It, it literally, dude. I don't. The the, the, the fact that she got fired for this. If she actually, if this really was right, she got fired because she was confused about why some kid wanted to be called a meow. That's that's where we gotta draw the line. We have to draw the line somewhere.
with this whole identity nonsense. We we really do. What I find funny is that the uh, what do they call it? Self equality things. They take a stand at certain things they don't like and sort of throw their arms up, and yet they want everyone inclusion. Yet when a group decides we don't want this, they just yeah, it's um, like it's violently attack them sometimes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's a whole thing though, and double think, double standards. Yes. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's um, I am going to side with the teacher and say that you know this kid. Needs to get help. The, did they mention how old they were? No, that wasn't disclosed. Because if they were, if they were like five years old, yeah, no, it's like, you know, like yeah. little Timmy identifies as a dinosaur. You know, it's in nice to play along and yeah. be cute and stuff. But yeah, in an ele- like I would assume elementary school age, and that's at that point. Yeah, let's get the kids some help. Look, if you want to be a cat, do it after school. Yeah, or I mean, but then, then to, to be honest, though, guys, if I was back in high school and I was a furry, I wasn't a furry back in high school. It took me until college. But if I if I was a furry back in high school and the teacher said, like, you know, when they're calling on people's names here, here, I would probably say, Arrow. like, I probably would do it. I would not say the teacher should a woo back to me, but I probably would do it because I'm furry trash. If I, I don't know, guys, uh, tell me who else would do that. Am I the only one? I, I wouldn't. I'd only do it like I, once or twice, maybe, is, as a joke. Is, I'd probably only do it like that. <laughs> people, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just every now and then, like, Arf! they'd be like, what? Oh, sorry, here. Um, <laughs> you know? I want to add bonus points. Well, if the kid, not, not to disparage it, but bonus points if the kid also wore kitty ears. Because part of his complete get-up, because I think, you know, I think oh if this God. was a United States school, they wouldn't have, they, they won't really have uniform rules, but Something I could actually see happening with furry in school would be with sewing, textiles, and art. Not just like drawing furry porn, because just no. But for instance, in uh, craft, making claws, in a sewing class, making Mm -hmm. either parts or a full fursuit. Oh, Um, yeah. Dude, when I was in in the shop, we did that. We we made a teddy bear. Yes. But to act like an animal in class, it, it no, it, it's not a it, it's not what you consider to be acceptable behavior. No, in class, it's and, the same as picking up a chair and throwing it at your teacher. That's yeah. not acceptable behavior. And the thing that this, I you know, that the the management told the teacher was because of a lack of relatedness. And we're sitting here like, what does this kid have? Nobody that they, you know, they could relate to. And then what? Why are we forced to, you know, get the teachers to meow at them so that you know you have a cat buddy? <laughs> yeah, become part of the pack, right? Oh my god! Or the pride? Is that is that what they are? Jesus! I think that's only lions. Well, yeah. I mean, cats. You know, whatever. Like, you're not relating to the students. I just asked if they were here, and they meowed at me. What the hell are you supposed to do in that situation? That's messed up. Yeah, but yeah, right, you so know that's that's that. And now I think this is this whole thing has just gotten, you know, down the rabbit hole even further. So, so wait, was this the kitty leader thing in the? Now, um... No, that was the that was a crawly thing that and that that thing happened before the kitty litter 
shindig, and I'm going to get on to the kitty right. litter thing now. Oh, okay. Yes, school district denies litter boxes for students identifying as furries. Oh, yes, boy. it is a lot of kitty litter. Why is it whenever furries are in the news, it's always something stupid like this? It's That's because the furries that are doing it are stupid. And not the regular, let's just be silly and wacky. This is the, I'm serious. This I don't know me, if the story is actually my, real, though. Yeah, this is my, you know, this is my legit lifestyle. And, you know, and so on and so on. But yeah, I don't think anyone ever made this claim for some, like, this does not seem like a real story. Well, first of all, I don't believe that the school actually did put litter boxes in their school. I fucking hope they didn't. Though, right. then again, the, the school that fired that substitute teacher for not meowing, that's questionable. Yeah. And appa- apparently in this store, in this, you know, in this kitty litter episode, as school sit down, like, a parent found that a student had one of the schools in the town, in one of the unisex bathrooms. Oh, jeez. Uh, a litter box was found in the, the identify that was for the kids that identify as cats. It was found in one of the unisex bathrooms. <laughs> oh God! Is it the same school? I don't know. It, you know? <laughs> is it the same student? Oh my God! I think you know what in the sequence of events. Like, let's unpack the sequence of events. Okay. Okay. Earlier yeah. On, yeah. you know. First thing, the teacher got who got suspended for doing the meowing happened before the the litter box episode. And now, so, you know, and this thing was date stamped January 26, 2022, the whole litter box episode. Maybe earlier than that, but it definitely happened after the meowing episode. Oh, so then they got emboldened. After they fired the teacher, they're like, yeah, you know what? I want a fucking litter box too. I'm a legit cat. Ah, these cats are sneaky, man. They're always so sly. Well, I don't know. It could be worse. <laughs> that, or you know, there's a lot. There's a lot that could we have to do because now we have to create a school for cats. You know, we have to create bathrooms <laughs> for cats, and you know, yeah. It's, so this, this happened in Michigan, hole. by the way. Yeah, it's a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole. Okay, look, I can understand in a share house of furries if someone decides that, you know, I want to play a prank on someone and just take a cardboard box, write kitty litter on it, and just put some crunched up newspaper in there as a joke. Yes, but this this is going into bounds that I'm really not comfortable with hearing about. I don't think the school really did this. I don't. But the fact that they have to say that they didn't is kind of weird. Like just so everyone knows, there's no litter boxes in our in our bathrooms for the students who identify as cats. <laughs> like, how stupid do you sound? Unless of course a student has actually done it themselves, then oh god, they didn't do it. But well, yeah, this would also be <laughs> extremely unhygienic as well. Mm. I mean, I mean, the- now imagine that you were. You were basically the head of the department, and you had to make a statement. And you said, "I think apparently they they also had to say, I, I can't believe I'm making a statement like this.' But Good, imagine if you were the so. head of the department, and you had to make a statement about these kitty litters that are popping up in your school, that if you're not intended for cat consumption, but for human use." Yes. <sighs> 
No. And, yeah, and of course, the they get the whole idea of furry so wrong. It's They're you like, know it's... you're gonna end up with a friggin' PR nightmare you can't escape from. Yeah, they said I don't have a problem with that, but uh, he he uh defined furry as someone who identifies as a cat or a dog or whatever. No, what? We don't identify as and what the hell? I mean, some of us do. Like that's kind of weird, it's but escapism, like escapism ultimately. Oh, ultimately, dude, it's escapism, well, but that's how Mr. Hansen defines it, yes. or whatever that Hansen person was. Usually, furry is anthropomorphizing an animal. Or some other like creature thing. Pretending you're an actual animal, that's yeah, what did Ellie call it? Other kin, Therian, Other, something yes, like that. That's right, yeah. that's right. Which just means that Fairy's just gonna get slapped on the wall as a yeah. problem thing when it's not even. Well, well, I think the reason they use the word furry instead of those other terms is because they don't know what those other terms even are. I mean, yeah, whatever. that'll be about it. That's probably why. They're like, what? what is that called when you identify as them? Oh, yeah, those people that dress up. Uh, the, the furry guys, yeah. Like, they really don't even know. Pisses me off with computers. It's like the idea of hacker. Uh, there are two types. There's hackers, crackers, and script kiddies, whereas everyone just knows the term hacker, which is like... Right, bleh. yeah, and it's universally a bad thing, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, considering it's the crackers you're going to be worried about and the script kiddies for the most part, not actual mm -hmm. hackers. Yeah. Fuck the hell. Yeah. Um, ultimately, the bottom line, like, there's two bottom lines to this. The literal bottom line, as the New York Post says, you know, uh, there are estimated 250,000 people in the United States who identify as furries. A subculture whose members enjoy dressing up as cartoonish animals, sometimes as a sexual fetish, but more often as a fun escape. Okay, that's that's an okay definition. Actually, I do think that that estimation of 250,000 in America is thereabouts correct. I think that's pretty on point. Personally, I'd want to ignore the numbers, but the rest of it I do agree with. Thank you for the... Yeah. Who made that statement? In the New York Post. Now, yeah. and the last bottom line is, you know, kitty litters and meow, you know, meowing for, you know, should we create, should schools have a therapy room for this? <laughs> like if, what if your kid has, you know, has this sort of identity disorder? You know, what kind of practical solution would you have? Would you use? Homeschooling. Oh, like yeah, that's what you do. Homeschool them. Homeschooling, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was homeschooled. It was terrible. It was boring. It sucked. Well, if you identified as, like, a cat or something, and you needed to shit in a, in a box of sand, you know, would you feel comfortable going to the bathroom? I, you, no. If I had a kid that was doing that sort of shit, I'd be putting him into a padded cell. Okay, true. Yeah, yeah never mind. You're right. You, it's, probably, it's probably better not to get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. You know, what a, you know, we live in a society. Ugh, bonkers, man. What in the world? I know. So, I think that's, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the week. Crazy stuff, isn't it? Yeah. What? Crazy doesn't explain it to no, the lowest level. At this, yeah, you're right. Crazy is an understatement. Like, you probably need a more powerful word, like bonkers. Exactly, yes. 
<laughs> the best word. Detached from reality would be more of a term I'd be considering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. So, what did you think about all of this stuff? You know, just I up. need bleach. Mm -hmm. I don't blame you. And mm. Avira. Uh, I would say uh, ditto, Noble. <laughs> it has been it's been kind of messed up lately. I mean, 20, 2022 is a pretty good start so far. I'm liking it. You say pretty good. I mean, we're already down this spiral. So we just have to wait and see what the next 11 months bring us. Eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Fuck. Is anyone else wishing <laughs> that we just go back to that sort of like side thing that no one really cares about. Yeah. Yes. But now it's you know it's become it's just exploded and it's just about to become mainstream. And now you got kids doing this. Fun. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's really it for the week. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as we did making it. Our episodes are always available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Bit shoot and more further down the line. It's a bit early, but this is us signing off for the week. Farewell. Until next time. Have a good night.